guys and welcome back to Cat Eye Podcast. My name is Brody, and today we will be talking about primary school stories because people seem to really enjoy the um, episode Spicy High School Stories. Um, this is like a little bit different obviously because primary school we tend not to be as sexual. <laughs> I hope. God. Um, but yeah, I just thought I've done a few like kind of heavier topics lately and I just kind of want to bring it back down to something that's a little bit more fun. Um, a bit more lighthearted, something a bit easier. <laughs> so um, just to break it up a little bit, because I feel like that's been a lot. And uh, yeah, I'm just going to jump into it because it's been a while. Um, also, I'm sorry I've been like a bit delayed with uploading. Um, I kind of made that life update podcast thinking that I was going to be like back um, every week, like uploading. Um, and I just sort of Life got really busy. I've just been kind of dealing with my own mental health issues. Obviously, if you've been what, what, listening to me um, recently, I've been trying to go and see a therapist. Or haven't been trying to. I have been going and seeing a therapist. Um, so I've just been trying to, yeah, get on top of my mental health, um, dealing with some family stuff, schooling, work, everything. It's just been a lot. Um, so I'm trying to now get back in the swing of things where I am like can have the weekly uploads, which... Uh, just in case you're new here, I upload or I attempt to upload every um, either Sunday or Monday each week. Um, and if you want to give me a follow on Twitter or uh, Instagram, it's at Cat Eye Podcast. I announce every time I've uploaded on there. Um, but yeah, so I thought I would just start off. Um, so my years at primary school were kind of like the sad kid version of a movie, I feel like. Like, I don't want to like completely write off and say that I was like the main character because I definitely wasn't I was just the extra that no one hung out with (laughs) like I wasn't having some cool moment I was just like the sad little nobody on the end that like wasn't even a factor in the classroom and wasn't even realized on the credits um (laughs) so that makes me I'm not trying to like be like give me sympathy I had like no friends but like I genuinely didn't have friends I don't need the sympathy because I feel like it's fine I don't really (laughs) it made me who I am right Um, And I think I've got like funny kind of stories from it. And obviously like I have got enough stories that I obviously had people around me. I just wouldn't have said that I had like any really like close, close friends. Um, And the one I had like a group of there was four of us like year five and six. So just at the end of primary school. And I did not keep in contact with any of them past the first year of high school because two of them I didn't actually like. And the only one that I did like didn't keep in contact with me. So um, that sort of tells you where I'm at with my primary school situation. Not a lot of close friends there, uh, if any. Um, so, yeah, I first sort of thought that this is again, this is kind of adds on to that, like no friends situation. So um, I kind of watched a lot of movies and stuff like that when I was. Well, basically my whole life. So I had this idea of like that I was going to have some really amazing friend um, that I was just super close to, like kind of like the Saddle Club. If any of you guys watch that (laughs) bomb show, loved it. Um, But yeah, just that like real like close knit group of friends that you could literally tell anything to that you hung out with all the time. And in a lot of shows, they always had like those best friend bracelets or necklaces or whatever it was. And... I always really wanted to have that with somebody and like obviously it was like quite popular um, as well like at that time in school <laughs> so um, a little brand known as Supre had uh, a lot of these best friend necklaces and I remember seeing one with like a little like one was a white skull and one was a black skull and it was yeah best friend necklace and I thought hey skulls are pretty cool because I'm not really into like the love heart shit 
So I convinced my mum to buy it for me, even though she and I both knew we had nobody to give the other half to at this point. I literally just bought it with the hopes that one day I would have a best friend to give it to. And long story short, never happened. <laughs> so um, I think by the time that I actually had like quite close friends, they weren't a thing anymore, the best friend necklaces, or like even if I did want to be dorky, like I don't wear necklaces and neither did any of my friends. So that was just kind of how that went. And I just kind of thought that was kind of like, it's like a bit sad, but I thought it was kind of funny. Like, oh yeah, I'm just going to preemptively buy this in the hopes that I get friends and I just don't get them. <laughs> um, yeah. And then again, like this is another one that I kind of thought was like a bit sad, but um, I had, uh, I had this, um, there was this guy in our year level that um, hung around with all the girls um, and he ended up having like a birthday party and obviously like a lot of the time you invite like the whole class or like a lot of the class. I'd say like on average, like the birthday parties often had like at least 15 to 20 people like from your class most of the time. Cause often like when, especially in primary school, like in the early years, like when you've just started going to school, your friends are all predominantly in the class that you've situated in. And this boy ended up actually inviting every single girl in our class and a couple of others from some other year level, uh, other classes as well. God, put a class counter on my, my God, I feel like I've said it a thousand times, but essentially he invited every girl in our homeroom or whatever you want to call it. And uh, I was the only one that wasn't invited. <laughs> so yeah, that kind of sucked. And I did the desperado thing and was like, hey, um, you know, I know you're having a birthday party and I see that everyone's invited. Like, I was wondering if like, I was supposed to get an invitation or what's going on there. And he was like, oh no, you're actually like, I'm sorry, but you're not invited. Like I, my mum put a cap on it. Like I couldn't, I couldn't invite any more people. Like I was only allowed to invite this many. And I was like, oh yeah, no, that totally, that makes sense. Yeah, not a problem. And honestly, like, I don't blame him. He was like six or whatever. So <laughs> it like, what do you know when you're six? Nothing. But I am kind of honestly disappointed in the mum that she thought that it was okay to exclude someone like that because again like it's not that it actually like I don't feel like it super messed me up but it's more that I missed out on maybe forming some collect connections with other classmates and experiencing stuff that they're experiencing and just in general like it's not a good feeling when you're a kid to be excluded especially because like if again you've listened to any of my previous ones I was excluded in uh when I was in preschool as well. I don't know, maybe I put off like a weird vibe or something where everyone's just like, back the fuck off, she crazy. Um, but yeah, it happens all the time where I wanna hang out with people and they don't wanna hang out with me. Um, and yeah, I just I just feel like it's not fair. <laughs> like, I mean, if you're gonna invite everybody but one, like it's just kind of a rude thing to do as a parent. Like I feel like even if your kid's like, oh, I don't really like wanna hang out with them or I don't like them or whatever. And like, I'm just gonna put it out there. Like it wasn't like I was a bully. I was a shy kid who, if anything, just didn't really talk to people very much. So it wasn't like I was gonna punch everybody up if I went to this party. I was, if anything, just gonna sit quietly by myself. So, you know, I just feel like from the mum's point of view, you probably should have just told him that he has to invite me so that I'm not left out or either that or you don't invite everybody but one so then it's not so obvious that I'm being excluded because I just feel like it's kind of unfair when you're kids like you don't get it so yeah that was kind of a thing um but actually speaking of the birthday parties there was these two sisters who were in like two different year levels I think they were like a year apart or something and they their parents had like this big house with like a huge backyard 
And they kind of did the opposite where each of them would invite more or less every kid from each year level to come over and they made like a carnival in their backyard. It was the best. And they did it two years in a row. And obviously I got to go both times because they literally invited everyone. And it was the fucking best. Now, I'm not saying I had lots of people to hang out with. I kind of just did my own thing. But either like even being kind of a loner, <laughs> like it was fucking amazing. And it was kind of like this. I think their birthdays must have been pretty close together, too. Like, I don't know how they managed that. But um, yeah, they had like a full like bouncing castle, um, like obstacle course kind of thing. They would have like a mini golf set up with like multiple holes, um, like fairy floss things like it was literally like a carnival at their backyard it was amazing so that's the flip side um which so jelly i always and they even had like a ferris wheel one time out the front like what the fuck it was amazing um yeah so that's like a next level thing i just wanted to point that out that they actually had someone in my year that did that and i got to go and it was fucking incredible i can't even explain to you how good it was i literally like would be like, I can't wait for their birthday because I like, I'm so excited to have this be my life. Um, so yeah, that was like the highlight of my years. <laughs> um, oh my God. Okay. So we did, um, like a, a dress up. I mean, I feel like they do this a lot when you're in like a younger year levels where they get like kids to dress up in like their favorite book characters or, um, something like that, just to be like, encourage reading, even though like, no, it doesn't, if you like reading, you like reading, dressing up as your characters isn't going to make any difference. Um, but I don't quite remember whether it was just because we didn't have a lot of notice or what it was, but I ended up going as a banana in pajamas, which if you don't know what they are, look them up there, something else. Not the new one though, guys, if it's the animated cartoon, it's trash. It's got to be the OG with people in costumes, just saying, but I basically, me and my sister had these like literal bananas in pajamas, paja like pajamas, like the blue and white stripe. Oh God, that kind of sounds not good, but blue and white stripe pajamas. <laughs> and um, just put like a little black painted cone on top of like a headband on my head. So I had the little black bit that a banana has. And I initially wasn't worried about this costume. I actually thought it was kind of a cool costume. But when I got there, I was teased because I was a banana in pajamas and apparently by six or five years old, they were already uncool. And I kind of got a, like, it wasn't like a full bullying, but it was just like a little bit of teasing. Like, oh, you're a banana in pajama. Like how lame, like lame, like look at this cool girl who's the hungry caterpillar. And I was like, I, this is all that I had. Like, what do you want from me? And it just kind of made me feel like shit. And I was like, really? Like at six, we're going to do this. Like we're going to start blaming people already I don't know I just kind of thought that was kind of trash I was like you know I'm pretty sure it wasn't even anyone in my year level I think it was a couple of years older than me were like laughing at me for liking it and I was like I'm a preppy like I'm literally five years old and you're gonna have a go at me for the tv show that I like I'm basically a baby <laughs> like you can't be normal come on like kids are horrible let's just call it what it is kids are awful um Although there was this one kid who I actually don't even remember who he was, but God send. So I don't think he did this on purpose, but it just worked out perfectly. Um, so this is kind of like kids are asshole, but this guy didn't mean to be one. It just kind of definitely fell out, like 
bricks toppling, like kind of garbage fire of destruction kind of thing. So this kid, obviously you have show and tell when you're a kid and normally people would just buy, like bring in random like toys or whatever, especially when you're like you're young, young, like you just brought in your favorite toy and that was sick. I remember I actually bought in Yabbies, which was quite the thing. I attempted to pick one up, even though I'd never picked one up in my life and freaked myself out, but it's fine. Um, but this one kid decided to bring in for show and tell three live crickets, <laughs> which, uh, if you don't see how this is going to go terribly wrong, I don't know, man, but like, you obviously don't know what a cricket is. It, those fucking things bounced <laughs> like literally like they flew out of that container and then just started hopping literally all over the classroom trying to escape. I know one like started going right for my face and I freaked the fuck out and ran off. And yeah, all in all, just like not great. <laughs> like truly a terrible thing. Three crickets just running around everywhere. Kids screaming. And I can only imagine the teacher being like, why the fuck is this my life? <laughs> like this fucking kid couldn't have just bought in a fucking toy and said he bought in three bugs that are running everywhere. So that was quite the thing. Um, I also actually remember, see, I don't know, maybe I was like destined to be confident. And then maybe these like primary school things really did fuck me up because I like was willing to talk to people a little bit, like, you know, asking, hey, why didn't you invite me to my birthday party uh, or your birthday party, I should say. And like I went and did um, the talent show, I think, in primary school as well which I would never do that now, I'm so scared, but I feel like these are the things I'm talking about, like these are the <laughs> the things that maybe like made me unconfident in myself because I was just like fucked. Um, this one though is myself, like I only have myself to blame for this one. I, m like myself and this other girl went into a talent show and we weren't really friends, so I don't know even how this, like I can't even remember how this got to be. Um, but we decided we would dance to, I think it was a high five song. Um, couldn't tell you exactly. And we just had these big skirt things on, which we weren't matching at all, by the way. Like, I was just like, hey, have you got like a dancing outfit? And she was like, yeah, I've got a professional one. And I was like, cool, I've got a handmade one. <laughs> and uh, we did not practice at all. We just knew what song we were dancing to and then got up there for at least 60 seconds and did whatever the fuck we thought of, which involved a lot of grabbing our hands and spinning around. Um, and just running all over the place and jumping, thinking we could do like split jumps when we definitely could not. And it was honestly like, I have actually seen a video of it. Uh, it's been a few years now, so I don't remember exactly, but I just remember being like, this is incredibly cringe. And why did no one stop this earlier? Like it was clearly we hadn't practiced or didn't have any idea what we were going to do. We just went, do you want to dance to a high five song for the talent show? Yeah, sure. Why not? And then we just did that. So obviously it didn't go well, super cringe, felt very uncomfortable <laughs> afterwards because I was like, I think after like about five seconds of being up there, I realized I have no idea what to do and I don't know how to get out of this situation and uh, what a time. Um, so another, okay, this is like super embarrassing and I actually remember I didn't tell anybody this story for a very long time because I was so mortified by this whole experience, like it kind of scarred me a little bit. Um, I don't, from even like a young age, like I've always had like toilet kind of issues and I definitely don't like going um, in public bathrooms, like even for a number one, um, I don't like pissing in public bathrooms, let alone shitting. Shitting is off limits. Um, but I had like actual toilet problems when I was a kid. I think I might've mentioned this before. So my mom used to always like check, like, did you use the bathroom today? And I'd be like, 
yep. <laughs> so, um, that was a whole thing. But essentially I wouldn't ever do it. And this one day, like even I would go on school camps and like hold it in for three days and then like absolutely be wrecked in my tummy because I just was like, I refuse to shit. Um, I actually remember this one year in year seven, um, I did finally do a shit because I was like, I feel like my insides are going to burst and I have to go to the toilet. It's been two days and did a poop. And then I happened to be in the adjoining room with a group of the really popular kids. Like I was settled in a room with all the outcasts that didn't have any friends. Um, and then the group next to us was all the popular chicks and we were sharing a bathroom. And yeah, I remember I went to the bathroom, did a poop, came out and then literally they went in there the next like probably like 30 seconds after I exited the bathroom and were like, oh my God, like someone did a shit, like it stinks so bad, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. Never going to shit again because this is just ingrained into me, the fears that I have that people are going to know when I go to the bathroom and they're going to freak out about it. And yeah, it totally fucked me up. But um, anyway, <laughs> uh, it's. I feel like every time I've like tried to do the thing that I'm not comfortable with in terms of like using the toilet when I think people are going to hear or know about it, uh, I get fucked over by it because someone either finds out or hears it or whatever it is. And so then it just scares me into doing it or not doing it for a while. And then when I test it again, I get like reproven, like, don't do it. And now I'm like too scared. <laughs> so I have like kind of a bit of toilet anxiety, but it's fine. Um, anyway, so yeah, basically I was in, I think year six. And this was at the time when I actually had like kind of a friend group, um, even though I didn't like two out of fucking three of the people there but whatever um and we went to the bathroom and I ended up actually doing a shit which again I don't normally do but I really had to go and I thought you know what stuff it. I feel kind of comfortable with these girls I'm just gonna do it because I need to go and went to the toilet flushed it and then my friend who was the one that I actually genuinely liked went in the same toilet as me because she was like obviously there's toilet paper and stuff and it works because the toilets in like public schools are so dodge like 50% of the time they don't even flush and then if they do, they're like, haven't got toilet paper or have like gross shit on the floors or stuff still in the toilet, whatever. Like it's just, yeah, disgusting. Um, so anyway, she was like, I'll use your toilet because clearly it works. And I was like a little bit uncomfortable because I was like, I just did a shit in there, but sure, go on. I didn't say that to her, of course. I was just like, yeah, no worries. Anyway, she walks in there, comes out in like two seconds and is like, um, you didn't flush. And I was like, I kind of want to just die right now. Um, and I was like, what do you mean? She's like, there's a shit in the toilet. And I was like, fuck my life. So I went in there and I like nearly wanted to cry. I flushed the button and that fucking turd would not go down. I swear to God, it was like the biggest turd I've ever seen. Like I've ever done in my life would not go down the fucking toilet. I think I had to flush it like three times for it to go down, which TMI, but whatever. So I feel like it really shows the struggle of this situation. Meanwhile, they're kind of like half pissing themselves, half also like kind of grossed out. And I was like, I just want to not be in this situation and be invisible right now. So that was just awesome. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it took me a while to be able to get over that one. That was, yeah, really too much, actually. Um, also, uh, did anyone else have like these school discos? Because I feel like they kind of popped up when I was in like year four. And uh then they were just there. I think like, oh, maybe year six they weren't there. Like, I feel like it was only there for like three years or so. And then they just randomly stopped. Um, but those things were so bomb. Like, again, I remember um, not having a lot of 
people to go with but I remember thinking like I am hot shit I've watched all the movies and I know I'm gonna walk in here in my fucking long tank top and jeans with my sneakers and get all the boys attention and they're all gonna want to be my boyfriend and this is gonna go super well for me and it never happened I never got any like kind of like primary school smooch or any of that shit I just bought a soft drink and hung out for a couple of hours before my mum came and got me and then I would leave but those were a bop and I still feel like they're awesome and they should definitely bring those back if they haven't already because it's quite the time and there are some certain songs that I listen to now that really take me back like Macarena is one of them and the Nutbush they like take me so far back into those times also some Britney Spears because sometimes they play those songs but yeah basically so fresh (laughs) of like 2004 and 2006 or whatever like those ones they like those level of songs are like ingrained in me to school disco and really like take me back to that memory (laughs) um but actually speaking of boyfriends and thinking I was hot shit I feel like my first few years really fucked me up on that on thinking that I was like the goal I think I've mentioned one of them before um that I actually ended up he went to my high school like when I was in year 12 and was like hey we like dated for a bit in primary school and I was like, yo, I totally forgot you existed, but whatevs. Um, but I actually ended up having like several little primary school boyfriends. Um, and apparently their mums all thought I was like hussies or something. Like I was just scamming through all of them, um, which I find quite funny. <laughs> uh, but I actually don't know any of them. I haven't talked to any of them. And uh, only half of them I actually like. The other half I was like, oh, well, they like me. So I should just give them a chance and maybe I'll learn to like them because I want to have a boyfriend, which is quite the attitude. Um, but also, uh, there was this thing. So we used to have, and this was probably the best part of primary school that I can remember because even though I wasn't super close with any of these girls, we played together every recess and lunchtime and it was kind of awesome. Uh, we would play what we called horses, which was literally just well basically what I feel like I have to describe the rules otherwise it won't make sense um the fact that there's rules as well like get ready for this so the at the back fence of the school there was like this big line of trees and we used to run there once like the bell rang for recess or lunch we would all bolt to the back fence and whoever got there first got to decide what horsepower they had and whoever got there last had to be the designated human Um, So everybody else was horses and then there was one human who was trying to catch all the horses to quote unquote ride them, which just meant using someone's jacket, like looping it around someone's waist and then the horse person running and the other person holding onto the sleeves of the jacket and like trailing behind them. Um, But yeah, so that would have like powers like if you were the first one, like every time whoever got first was always like, I'm the fastest. Um, which I suppose kind of is semi-accurate and not to toot my own horn, but I was almost always the first one there. And so I was always the fastest. Um, and there would be a time when like you would have like three of us, cause obviously we're in like different classes. So it just sort of depended on when you finished, but there were times when like all of us would get out at the exact same time and we would have a fucking dash to that end fence to see who got to be first. And it was a fucking like serious shit. Like we were fucking running. And I used to beat them all. So I kind of was correct in saying that I was the fastest. Um, But yeah, so we, (laughs) whoever was first was the fastest. The second one would always go, I'm the best jumper and so on and so on. 
And um, there was like this little like, I think it was just like either a gas or a water main or something that was like raised out of the ground. So that was like a jump and the trees kind of blocked it off as well. And then there's this little like random circular bit of fence that we used as like the paddock. Um, and you could try and escape the human as well. Uh, honestly, I'm getting excited talking about it. And I kind of want to go back and do it again because it's kind of actually fun as. Um, and they would like, the human would run after you and actually try and loop you with the jacket. So it was like genuinely like a fucking good time. And I'm kind of upset that it didn't keep going. I feel like it went for at least a year. It could have been two, but it was fucking awesome. And I just, yeah, I wish I could relive that memory because it was just so good. Also, just in respect to that horse game as well, I think this is kind of funny, but I only have like one really like obvious, kind of obvious <laughs> on my body. And I got it playing horses, um, but we were leaning, I think we were talking, we might've been like deciding who was gonna be what horse. Um, and I was leaning against the back fence of the school and they had these like metal posters set up that I guess kids had like painted on or something. It was some sort of, I don't know. I missed that memo, it wasn't obviously my year level. Um, but essentially I was leaning against it and then I think I just like went to take off and like ran my arm into like the corner of this metal poster thing. Um, which basically I just mean like a metal sheet. <laughs> um, and it just basically dug into my arm and uh, I didn't really mention it. I think I thought, like it was just sort of like, oh, it's not that bad. And then it's like scarred forever. And I was like, oh, guess that's a thing. So kind of a little extra funky story there. Um, also like... <laughs> Uh, this is just like a little thing that like kind of peeved me off all the time that I don't know if anyone else had this, but like the girls that would dance at recess and lunch, like they would set up their little, like, I don't want to say jukebox cause it wasn't that it was like a little stereo thing. Um, and play like whatever song and then do like their choreographed dance to it. But they would like, instead of being like, Oh, we're just having fun and dancing. They would have these fucking straight faces like they were doing God's work, like so serious about these dance moves and like really like putting 100% effort into it and like stone cold faces and like, you know, would just do it and then be like, okay, we're going to have to do it again and then go and like just do it on repeat forever in this like one space. And like, I don't know where those girls are now, but guys, like it really wasn't that big of a deal and I don't know why it had to be, but I just kind of like, it always just peed me off. I was like, you fuck, like, do you really need to be that serious about the dance that you're doing at school for literally no one else but yourself right now? Like, come on. But I guess each to their own. And if you were one of those girls that used to do that, I'd love to know what that was about because it always honestly confused me why it was so serious. But hey, do you, I guess, whatever. Um, I just personally was like, oh, that's a lot. Um, but no, the final thing that I wanted to mention as well, because I think this was kind of like a my primary school special. Um, there was this phase where a whole bunch of us, and I'm saying like 20, maybe 25, 30 of us were like all going to the sand pit and trying to do handstands that backwards over into a bridge, if that makes sense, like handstand. And then you kick your, like when you do the handstand, you hold it for like a second and then like keep your legs going. So then your back, like you land, I guess, upside down into a bridge. Um, and then push yourself up again and go standing like a kind of full gymnastic sort of move that there definitely probably should have been like an adult who knows what they're doing, like showing you how to do it properly. So you didn't hurt yourself. And we would literally line up and one by one, everyone would attempt to do this handstand into a bridge. And we did this for like at least a month. I reckon we all went there every recess and lunch, taking turns, all attempting to do it. 
I don't think any of us actually ever managed to do the whole thing successfully. You could barely get a handstand, but even if you did, it was more just you were kicking your legs over and then falling on your back and you maybe kind of caught yourself. But like the fact that there was no broken bones or concussions or windings of any kind, I'm honestly shocked um, because it was like oh, just an accident waiting to happen. There were a couple of people like where you like you landed awkward and it like you're like, oh, I'm going to like maybe sit out for a little bit, but never anything like genuinely serious, which honestly, like kudos to us <laughs> because we definitely should have fucking injured ourselves. Like every single one of us probably should have like we could have almost like broken our whole fucking spines doing what we were doing. Like it was dumb shit. But yeah, I just thought I'd point that one out there because I think it was kind of a whack. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's basically a lot of the stories that I had for this week. Um, again, as I said, I was just, I'm not trying to like be like, oh, I'm like really sad. I just think it's kind of funny to look back on these stories. Um, and if you've got any yourself that you want to let me know of, you can send them in, as I said, to my Twitter or Instagram at cateyepodcast or email me at cateyepodcast at gmail.com. Um, also any comments, topics, or questions that you have, send them into the same places. Uh, otherwise rate and review, subscribe. It helps chill out a lot. Um, but yeah, I just want to say thank you all for listening. Thanks for the chats and I will talk to you all later. Bye.